I am Carrie. And I'm Diana. And you're listening to Fiction Kitchen, where we're cooking with inspiration from our favorite books, movies, and TV. Today we are talking about Voltron, Legendary Defender, and Hereditary. Wait, what is it? Hereditary? Is that what it is? Hereditary. Hereditary. What's that word? (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, so something very fun and then something very sad and creepy. So, Mm. yeah, Diana's going to take us up a notch and I'm going to take us down about ten. (laughs) But first, let's do Tasty Time where we talk about what's going on in fiction food. Tasty Time. So what have you... What's something that has stood out to you recently? Um, let's see. Well, interestingly enough, my my daughter and my bonus daughter, who are 9 and 10, have been obsessed lately with Mean Girls. Like, they're watching it, like, <laughs> once or twice a day. It's ridiculous. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's a fun movie, but they've got the whole thing memorized. <laughs> they, they've been dressing up like the characters, um, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and apparently they've been Googling it, too, because they informed me yesterday that in October of this year, there is a cookbook coming out called The Burn Cookbook, <laughs> an unauthorized parodies of Mean Girls in a Cookbook. Um, and so I looked it up, and it looks hilarious. It's written by um, Jonathan Bennett and Nikki Martin, and has a forward by Lacey Chabert, who's one of the characters in the movie, and, like, the recipes are just, like, all puns. They're so cute. Like, there's Gretchen Wieners. Um, Fettuccine Alfredo, you go Glen hot cocoa, etc., etc. Just stab Caesar salad. Yeah, it's it's pretty great. Um, so yeah, it looks really funny and really cute. So that'll be coming out in October. Cool. Yeah, I I think now that you mentioned, it, I think that I do remember like a tweet about it, but it was uh-huh. like that there was some controversy over maybe like a problematic title. Food like one of the recipe titles was like kind of. Um, a little bit racist, maybe or something. I don't oh. know. But, but so I mean, I don't know if it's been changed I or do not if, see, if you'll yeah, I see something like that. Who knows? <laughs> maybe they removed it or something. I don't see it in this list, but this isn't like a complete list. Yeah. Like, um, but that, but it's kind of like huh. it's like oh, like that's the only thing that I was about was like something controversial. Okay. It's like yeah, oh. I'm like oh, this looks so fun. You're like eh, racist. No, 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 no. I mean, because <laughs> I'm, just, I'm, I'm not. Kidding. I know Mean Girls is like a. I think I saw it once like a long time ago. But I'm like, but I know it's yeah. kind of like a cult classic movie now. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I only pick up things every once in a while about like about Mean Girls and you know the the fandom yeah, of like it. When- and so, but mentioned... that was just one thing that I remember recently. Okay, guess, well, good but... to know. I'll keep a lookout for that because, yeah. Again, I'm, I'm, they I'm... probably changed it, like, because it was still, because it's not even produced yet or published Right, yet, right. So it's like, well, that's, well yeah. yeah, well, hopefully that's the case. Like, maybe somebody pointed out a problem and maybe they removed it. Good. But I guess um, it is a burn book, right? So. <laughs> it is a burn book. <laughs> maybe, I don't know. <laughs> still. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like, I did, yeah, I think it's interesting that it's coming out now because, like, yeah, like you said, this movie's been out for years and, like, I think it's hilarious that like the kids are obsessed with them like this movie came out before you guys were born yeah isn't it interesting so. what what you know becomes such a huge yeah thing, like what they it, latch yeah. on to is, is weird but anyway yeah so that's it cool. so how about how about you what have you seen floating around um well something um that i have been wanting to share for a little while um if there's so i love like independent animations or or like um like animation from small companies uh, or like web 
animations. Anyway, there's one that came out recently. Uh, it's only five episodes so far, and I'm hope crossing my fingers, like hoping that there'll be more. But it's called Imara. Do 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 Imara. I like shared tweets <laughs> about it, so I don't know if you saw it, like Sonic Face. But I it's know. it's a, a, from United Arab Emirates, a studio called Eating Stars Studio, and so and oh, she's awesome. Imara, the Emirates hero. And oh, they're awesome. yeah, it's really cool. Um, and she is, she's a superhero, but her like her normal persona is um, she helps her mom at a cafe. So she and her mom um, work this cafe, and then by night she's a superhero with like bionic arms, uh, stopping the bad guys. And there's like a mystery of um, like there's a, you know an, an overarching bad guy. Um, that is well well really there's a, a lot of open it like it's really cool animation and neat characters but it's like we don't really know how she got her bionic arms or like so there's a lot of story there that like ho- hopefully we'll get some more um like i said there's only five like five episodes and they're about 10 or 11 minutes a piece okay um, where can you find them uh <laughs> like e- eating stars studios I don't have the web address, but that's. I just found the, on saw it okay, on Twitter, like and so, and then yeah, it, well, and I'll share. It. Sorry, I wasn't. Aware of it. Um, yeah, I'll um, we'll put the link in the the show notes for this episode. Um, but yeah, and you can get dubbed English dubbed episodes or formal um, MSA like modern student Arabic or. Um, like more of the dialect, like the um, United Arab Emirates dialect. So they have like three different versions that you can watch, um, which is pretty cool. Yeah, or cool. Um, audio versions, I mean. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Anyway, so that's cool. And then also, I've been making a lot of iced tea, and I just I haven't used agave syrup very much before, but I've been loving it. That's just like a side note. Oh yeah, Aga- agave like- syrup in iced tea. I'm enjoying <laughs> nice i quite like agave and i could see how it would be good for iced tea because it is hard to mix sugar into tea so syrup seems like it would yeah. be good <laughs> yeah Excellent. so that's that <laughs> all right well with no further ado we'll get into our topics um, so you're first today, and you're talking about Voltron. Yeah, Voltron. Okay, so Voltron was my, one of my first loves from when I was a little kid because Defender of the Universe, so Voltron Defender of the Universe came out in '85, and yeah, that was a big part of my childhood. Um, and it and that was actually so the original Voltron was like adapted, kind of like piecemealed together from a couple of Japanese animes, like Japanese animations, uh, Go Lion and Daruga, um, and then, but it, it, like, it was so popular, and it was funny because the original people, like, they didn't know what the translations were and stuff, they just had this footage, and they, and then they wrote their own story, like, and put, yeah, like, I guess Toei Animation was okay with that, I don't know, but, (laughs) um, but yeah, so I got, it was so famous. I would want to watch, like, just, like, a funny dub of it, you know, just, like, people, yeah, just, like, winging it. Oh, I don't, I don't know, um, pew, pew, (laughs) (laughs) The, the sword is on fire. Let's call it Blazing Sword. Like, <laughs> anyway. 
it, but it worked. Uh, and then in yeah. like '98, they tried to resurrect it. Um, 1998, they had Voltron Third Dimension, and then 2011, they tried to like bring it, bring Voltron back again with Voltron Force. But I'm talking about the 2016 reboot. So Voltron Legendary Defender. I just wanted to give like a little bit of background. And but like the Voltron Legendary Defender, which is on Netflix, it's one of the Netflix original series, and it's DreamWorks animation, and yeah, it's it's a total reboot. It like takes the heart and soul kind of of the original series, and just really grounds it and like fleshes it out and just like makes it. It's wonderful. I'm like so. This is one of those ones that I I'm gonna have to like try to. Have self control. Yeah, you're going to be I know. I don't know if you guys can already hear it. I'm like, yeah. So I'm gonna. Yeah, try and to... I know you've been talking about this for quite a while. In fact, I think you may have talked yeah. about it like on a tasting time on a past episode or something like that. So this is cool that you're. Yeah, yeah you're I'm finally, <laughs> finally gonna, finally gonna say a little bit more about. But I'll have to like also hold myself back. Um. Yeah, it's one of those ones where I want to tell you everything, but uh, but I can't. <laughs> um, yeah, so, and what's really cool is that Studio Mir is behind, the, is um, the studio that's actually animating it, um, and it that is a South Korean animation studio, and some of you might know them from Avatar The Last Airbender, and The Legend of Korra, and even Lego Elves. <laughs> on Netflix. <laughs> okay. I did watch I did watch that series, the the episodes that are on Netflix because it's Studio Mirror animation cuz I love their animation I'm like style. strangely intrigued by that. I love the sets. Yeah. Stuff, so. <laughs> um so well so it's just so it's just a few like uh episodes. It's like a short series yeah. on Netflix for but yeah, based on the Lego series. But um yeah, so so they did Legend of Korra and Avatar, which is great great story, great animation like so it's really expressive, great action scenes. Uh, and then some of the other veterans from Avatar and Korra are also part of the series, um, like Lauren Montgomery and uh, Dos Santos, Joaquin Dos Santos. Um, so anyway, so it's a great, you know, there's great people working on it. Um, yeah, and so it came out in 2016. So far, there have been six seasons. Um, because they've been releasing them, like, the first two seasons were regular season length. They had 13 episodes, but then mm-hmm. the subsequent seasons have been, like, seven episodes or six episodes. But they've oh, been okay. releasing them more, like, more often, I which see. is kind of cool. Um, yeah. But, yeah, there's 78-episode promise from Netflix. Like, that's the deal. And there are currently mm-hmm. 52 episodes. So we still have, what, like, 26 episodes left which is like could be two more seasons if they're both like what 13 episodes long anyway uh, this is how I think because I'm like how much more I know like like, (laughs) yeah to please don't ever end but if you have to like (laughs) so you want to be prepared prepared I know (laughs) (laughs) so this is one of those shows because it's like from my childhood so much nostalgia for me um when it was first announced I made cupcakes um, that had the old logo. So, because it's a reboot, um, even like like Voltron it's, h- itself is 
similar. Like it ha- it's so Voltron is formed by the line. I, I'm I'm kind of talking like I assume everybody is kind of familiar with Voltron because it's kind of. Classic. I'm not at all. Just to let but, you know, okay, I did not okay. Watch this so kid I realize I, I should like go into. It. <laughs> no, so, like I'm, I'm interested in it, but yeah, like I'm not even familiar. I might be a an outlier though because I feel like most people probably watched it. Well, I it's it it's de- it's it's kind of because it's animation and it's like you know again that nostalgia from the 80s so like but i know a lot like there are new fans as well which is cool right um yeah but it is kind of its own you know track i guess it's like sci-fi animation so um mm-hmm. well science fantasy really this is, is what the genre is um so yeah so voltron legendary defender um it it has a lot of differences from the the original um but but it's it all works. It's all really great. Um, so, Legendary Defender is there are. Gosh, how do, it's there's so many. <laughs> there are these Earth kids, and they. I'm trying to do it really short, and they discover a a robot lion vehicle, <laughs> like <laughs> spaceship. Like you can get in it, and it <laughs> so a robot that you can get into. Um, and they go off into space <laughs> and then they find more of these robot lands <laughs> and then they have to fight this evil empire of bad guys that are, have like taken over the universe for thousands of years like 10,000 years or more and they also discover some good people who have been fighting against these bad guys <laughs> i'm like really simple simplifying it down so we've got five paladins of voltron and then we've got princess allura and and the awesome Karan, voiced by rice darby who's he's one of my favorite characters and voices on the show but um so yeah it's just good sci-fi action fun um that i'm sure that doesn't really that's a really terrible summary <laughs> that's a, it's a really terrible summary but kids, Earth kids going no, no, into space, no, saving the day. Okay, okay, I wasn't sure. Kids, robots in space. Yeah, and they're they're teens, they're teenagers. So there's, you've got some of the teen stuff going on too. Well, not really a lot, not too much drama. Well, there's some drama, but and Lance, one of the characters, Lance, he's all trying to get with all the girls and stuff. But he's of course they, they make it kind of silly and stuff. But. So, but I need to get into the food, right? That's what we're yes. all about. So, yeah, so I made those cupcakes based on, like, the old design. That was just kind of, like, nostalgia and, like, oh, I'm so excited for this new series. And so that was that. But then it turns out they don't didn't use the same logos and stuff, which is fine. But, <laughs> um, <laughs> so I have that. So one of the main things that we that we've, were first introduced to is food goo. So it's this green goop that somehow has survived 10,000 years. So for the first couple seasons, um, the main setting is the castle ship or the castle of lions. Um, So it's like the castle when it's on the ground, but it's a spaceship when it's in space. Um, And the two characters, uh, Princess Allura and her advisor, Karan, they have been asleep like cryogenic sleep kind of um, for 10,000 years. Anyway, so the so when the the paladins arrive and the earth kids arrive and they have the Voltron lines and stuff. Anyway, 
things start up again. Food goo. It, that's what the kids call it. <laughs> it's like the nutritional can last thousands of years food, but of course it's like bleh. Um, so, that, so that's kind yeah, of a big focus. Okay. Yeah, that's kind of a big focus. And it's interesting because it's it's like food being used to like show the changes. Like you are totally in this new environment, new everything. Like this food that you have to get used to and like anyway it's just I thought it was cool how they how they used that food to to just symbolize a lot of different things um Mm -hmm. and and the Quran calls it focusing food and he's like I whipped up a big batch of focusing food after this meal you'll be forming Voltron six times a movement and twice on the astral conflux I I (laughs) wish I could talk like Rice Darby because it's it's like an Australian accent anyway (laughs) but they all but they all hate it and then at one point there's like a food fight there's like this major food fight scene uh, for like team building kind of thing or like stress relief and and that's a really great scene like food scene um, because it again that like symbolizes a lot of different things um, in the show um, and then Hunk okay so the, there's a character named Hunk which I guess that's I mean they did bring the names from the 80s like into the show so it. but he's a foodie and he's Samoan which is cool that they they um have said that, that he's someone um but but he's a foodie and tyler labine voices him who he is also a foodie so he's just really great mesh for that character um but but yeah hunk comes along and he starts like vamping up the food goo and like finding herbs and maybe tubers he said you know <laughs> on on the planet that they land on and like di- different places they go he like collects herbs and spices <laughs> and like yeah so that's, so that's kind of cool Spice about his character yeah. yeah um and then I, I i know i need to like move along we've got nunville or space juice <laughs> which which is the one of the characters says it tastes like hot dog water or something but <laughs> oh, oh it's like hot ham, hot ham water yeah but it's <laughs> Yeah, but I don't. But I don't know. But they get used to it, I guess. But like, but that's another one where Koran is like, "Oh, none Like, it's this this really like famous uh, drink. Um, but and Koran is like, "Oh, it'll like you can use it as a hair tonic too." And but and this is not a spoiler. But season six, which just aired, Nunville plays a major role. So. But I can't, oh. I can't say what it is, of course. But that was really funny and cool <laughs> to like bring back this this drink, and then it is like plays this huge, huge part. Ten thousand year old, <laughs> it has been like fermenting that long, and it has become very powerful, apparently. Um, mm-hmm. And there's a really cute scene uh, in one episode where Lance, he's the kind of like tries to be the ladies man but he's not really <laughs> but like um he's okay well you guys do that i think i'm gonna get my chill on maybe kick back with a lemonade or space juice or something and then Karan says hold on there space juice you're going to come and help me i just thought it was really cute he called them space juice and then someone did a fan art of like lance drinking drinking space juice they call them space juice um <laughs> And also Lance, he is Cuban, and in season one, I think it was episode four perhaps, he was feeling homesick, 
and he was reminiscing like he misses he comes from a big family and he misses like being on the beach he misses his mom he misses her garlic knots like they, I just thought that was really something really special that that they you know mentioned like and that was just a show of like homesickness and yeah. you know garlic knots something he remembers from home uh, and that's actually something that I made um, was Lance's garlic knots and I tried to kind of give them a Cuban flair um, with uh, oh yeah he says garlic knots and my mom's hugs and then he says the nunville has, is getting to me that's when he was talking about it um, so I'm, I made garlic knots with mojo de Mojodiajo, I don't know if I'm saying it right, or mojo, which is like really garlicky, and uh, and then I also put some um, cheese, like a cheese sauce with it, um, and Just then like all, to me. yeah, that well, good. <laughs> <laughs> and then also in that episode, um, Pidge, so Pidge is voiced by Bex Taylor Klaus. Oh, and Lance is Jeremy Shada, who's also Finn from Adventure Time, which is pretty cool. Um, so Pidge in this... This isn't a spoiler, I don't think. I, mean, I think everybody... Well... I, now I'm thinking about you because you haven't watched it yet. I'm pretty, This isn't really a spoiler. I think you could get this. It's okay. P- <laughs> Pidge in the original is a guy. Like, they're all guys. But Pidge in uh-huh. this one is a girl. Oh. Excellent. But she had to pretend to be a boy in order to, like, get into the training school um, without people knowing who she was. Like, the training, the um, space cadet school on Earth wasn't just for boys, but she had to, like, they already knew who she was, and she had to get in secretly, so she pretended to be a boy. She pretended to be her brother, actually, which doesn't make sense. Anyway, so <laughs> she has a twin brother who's lost, and she goes into space to, like, try to find him. Um... And she tries to pass herself off as her brother. But it was kind of cool because everybody knows, well, except Lance, <laughs> knew that she was a girl. And they're like, oh, we, you, we just thought you were doing your own thing. Like, you tell us when, when you want. So that, that was really cool. But anyway, so Pidge, but Pidge just wants to go off and look for her dad and her brother. Like, she can't, she's like, I can't hang around doing Voltron, like, saving other people. I've got my own agenda. Gotta save my family. Anyway, so she's like, they're having a party um, with some local aliens, and she's like dumping food into her backpack. <laughs> I'm like, whoa, bitch. Um, and then she reveals uh, that she loves peanut butter, kind of ran- randomly. <laughs> um, she said, I like peanut butter, and I like peanut butter cookies, but I hate peanuts, they're so dry. Also, I sweat a lot in general, unrelated to peanuts. <laughs> I got the so peanut I, sweats. <laughs> yeah, so, she, so that was kind of cool. She specifically mentions peanuts. So yeah, I made, um, I don't know if I'm going to say this right, hamantashen? Hamantashen? They're like pudim, special pudim cookies. Um, oh, okay. They're like triangles. Uh, because I wanted to make a triangle cookie because in the first season she has a little uh, like droid robot called that she called rover that she had like reprogrammed so it was a little floating triangle basically a little floating pyramid um so i wanted to make peanut butter cookies for her because she loves peanut butter cookies um and then their um hamanschen or these pudum cookies are traditionally 
triangle shaped. So I just kind of combined those two. Um, I made these little peanut butter rover cookies. Um, yeah, and then also in the episode, because um, they were having a party, there are these like roll cake pops, like roll cakes, but they're cake pops. So, um, and, the, and there is a scene where <laughs> Hunk pretends that they got like stuck in his eyes or something. <laughs> it's, it's really cute. So, but we'll like, oh, we'll share all of those. Um, and so, Hunk, in one episode, they're all at a mall, like a space mall, and Hunk goes to like one of the you know food places and eats something, but he can't pay, and so the the proprietor Sal puts him to work, and it turns it's and it, it's a really cool episode um, because he just starts making this amazing food. Hunk does, and then the proprietor Sal, he's like, oh my gosh, and like. Like all these customers come, and Hunk is like, "No, you got to do it like this." Like, da da da. Like it became kind of like a Master Chef kind of like he, Hunk was being like Gordon Ramsay a little bit. Like, oh nice. <laughs> like it was it. really awesome. But then, Hunk, you know, Hunk had to dash out of there because they're like um, wanted by the the Galra, the the bad empire. Um, and so, but the Sal, the the food guy, he. He was like, I'll search the universe for you. Like, he, he was so sad to lose Hunk. But that was a really fun and cute episode. And in that episode, Lance scores a cow. <laughs> so there's an Earth... Space there was an cow. Earth store. No, there was an Earth store. Like, a store with, like, oh, okay. random Earth stuff. And they had a cow. Like, a, a milk cow. And... <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes somehow <laughs> I forget how but Lance gets this cow and so the cow goes back to the spaceship and they name the cow Kaltenecker uh, which is actually one of the name of the someone behind behind the scenes I forget if Kaltenecker is a Benjamin Kaltenecker is a producer anyway mm -hmm. so oh, that was right. kind of cool that it's like someone who works on the show but they named the, the cow in the show um, and so the cow is important because Lance Lance is kind of a farm boy, I guess, too, because he knows how to milk a cow. And so he he's like getting fresh milk for everybody. And of course, the Altaians, the um, Princess Allura and Karan, they've never experienced like fresh milk or like a cow before <laughs> and so they're they're like so excited because they they've had milkshake like um lance has made milkshakes for them and stuff and they're like oh can we have a milkshake and then he's like yeah let me just show you how to do it and they're <laughs> and they see where it comes from like out of the cows <laughs> they're like uh and then they leave and then lance is just like they don't understand girl it's okay you're beautiful <laughs> but there's a scene yeah, it's really cute. And then, but there's a scene where um, Hunk makes celebratory milkshakes, and um, for two of the characters, and he's hey hey, I made celebratory milkshakes for you too. Just a little welcome gift uh, for me and Kaltenecker. No big deal. Fun fact about Altaians: they don't get brain freeze. Coran and Alora just totally hoovered up their shakes in one slurp. I've never seen anything <laughs> like it before. So that was really cute. Um, and and I I made I made some like just simple like cake milkshakes um, like cake mix milkshake uh, for that and I'll share, um, but yeah so that's 
I mean, there are other, um, another, another really fun thing, and then I'll, so I'll just share two more things. Um, sporks. This is the reason why I bought a set of sporks that have been really great to have around. Um, Hunk, love, <laughs> Hunk is just great. So, um, he's, at one point, they're all doing, like, a secret mission. Like, they're they're at a Galra base, like, trying to get information and stuff. And they see these containers being, um, like, moved. And what do you think they have in all of these giant containers? Well, I suspect that it's sporks. What? This is an advanced race we're talking about here. Surely they've learned that it's foolish to have forks and spoons when one tool will sufficiently do the job. <laughs> oh, I love it. Yes, but it, and are it's so true. sophisticated. They are only for the advanced people. Yeah. But <laughs> he was that. serious. Like, <laughs> like obviously it's going to be sporks, you guys. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> this is how the, this is how the empire took over the, <laughs> the universe mm-hmm. with sporks. So you can't waste time with forks and spoons. Yeah, so, so I thought it was really cute. Um, and then just kind of a side thing that I wanted to mention. I mean, there's so many other food. There's a lot of food in the show, actually. Like it's a, it's a yeah know, space a- like a action adventure. Yeah, but they have all these subtle things and like things in the background and just like really fun because if if you have seen Avatar the Last Airbender or Korra like you know there's a lot of humor in it but there's a lot of like drama um and action and heart and and humor so there's a lot of humor and um so there's a lot of like funny food things but also just like food being used as um like to to show differences to show unity to show um like that they're accumulate like accumulate <laughs> this year accumulating that they're um growing accustomed to things like it, it's just really cool how food is used in the show in many different ways um but so there is a comic series also and i just wanted to know i thought it was really cute that um what <laughs> a place that they go like this is in the first comic they talk about food a lot like they go through a gravy halo <laughs> it's a, a gravy, gravy halo. halo like like uh the atmosphere of this planet <laughs> they're going to this they're going to this um like hardcore bar kind of place called the fripping bulgogian which is like bulgogi is <laughs> yeah. you know korean food With we've talked korean about that before food. yeah we've talked about that before in the korean drama shows or episodes but yeah there's like a gravy halo there's fripping bulgogian like <laughs> It's just really cool. I was like, somebody was hungry when they were writing this. Um, So that's just something fun to look at. Like, there's, so there are these, like, kind of side stories in the comics, and there's, like, there's a lot of food in them. (laughs) Um, So, um, and another, so the the recipe that, so I've made a lot of different recipes that I'll share links for, um, but the one that I wanted to do for this uh, episode is one that I've had on my mind for a while. Um, and it's Teledove Pops. So at one point, Hunk, so there are the, there's, um, oh, I don't even, I, I should have like looked this up beforehand to like know exactly the science, the in, the in show science for this. But so, um, it's kind of like wormhole technology that exists in this. I, I'm sure I'm not saying it all, it all, uh, accurately, but, um, so there are these, Teledove can like bend space and time and, and kind of go to different dimensions too. Um, but you need there are these special parts for it 
And anyway, Hunk accidentally makes, he makes these cookies, <laughs> but they're more like glass discs. Uh, and they're out of a certain material that they end up using to um, get this Teledove machine, Teledove drive to like start working. So that, again, that's like this random food thing that actually like saves the day. <laughs> Which which happens like sometimes in the show. Um, anyway, so they're just like these clear, like bluish tinted discs, um, like like glass discs kind of. Uh, and so I've been wanting to do that for a while. Just really simple. Use like the butterfly pea flower to get the natural blue tint, uh, and nice. so make kind of like tea, but then make it into hard candy with sugar, and just um, you know uh, pour little a little amount circular amount like on wax paper or parchment paper uh, and then put a lollipop stick in it and let oh. it harden so just easy peasy yeah I love um, it. Fun. yeah uh, and and also that reminds me um, like Voltron they're really interactive with their fandom like they, they provide a lot of fun um, like on their social media and stuff and so that's one of the things not not uh, the version that I have in mind, but they have had like um, a little like t cooking video, like just you know how you know those like taste made kind of videos where it's like they just yeah. show the hands. Um, so they've had that it, with uh, to make some blue cookies, you know, like for the idea of like the tel hunks teledove cookies. Um, and then oh, in the nice. past, they also had like kibble, like kitty kibble, just kind of the idea of like little cat chow because lions, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's been that's been cute, um, but yeah. So so I'll be posting that recipe. Um, but again, it's really simple. Pretty much just like a hard candy lollipop. But the idea is that it's like the the Teledove discs. Anyway, <laughs> anyway. But there's a lot of other food for the show that I'd love to make too. So so. Um, but yeah, we'll put we'll put the the links for a bunch of stuff for Voltron. <laughs> <laughs> now that I've talked like so much, that that was me holding it back. Okay. <laughs> also, my brain was kind of scrambling because I'm like, how do I contain? Like, how do I condense it all down? But I'm gonna stop now. No, that was great, and you're I, right. Like, there, I think, there is, I, think like, I feel okay. <laughs> <laughs> now I love how like all like there's so many mentions, especially for like an animated series. You wouldn't think there'd be that much, but like there's a ton, and you've made a recipe for almost every single one. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that well, I kind of I tried to have that guide me. Kind of was like, what recipes have I made? Because I've made food goo two different ways. Yeah. Like I have two different recipes for it: roll cake pops, peanut butter, uh, Rover cookies, garlic knots, um, black and white cookies too. I didn't mention those, but well, they're not in the show, but they're inspired by Shiro, the character. Because Shiro means white in Japanese, but he's the paladin for the Black Lion. And plus, there's some other like deeper meaning to the black and white. Like I won't go into that, but that's kind of really cool. Um, his character, and then I did the milkshakes, and I'll do the Teledove um, pops. Yeah, so there's and um, yeah, and just like Avatar and Korra, that all, those series also had a lot of food. I'm like I really appreciate you know the the people who work on all these shows those shows because they have that humor and they have that food they have that heart like it, it's just really cool I, I really appreciate the that those aspects yeah it sounds super so, fun I'm, yeah. I might have to get my son into it like he's been watching a lot of Power Rangers <laughs> so mm -hmm. he's definitely yeah. into the, the 
teenagers jumping the into team, the robot The team and the robots. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah and I'm the girls too. Be- like, it's great for... I, I feel like this, this is really... Like, I don't feel like... Because, yeah, back in the day, cartoons were very much, like, geared towards gender or whatever. Yes. But, but like, this... But this isn't necessarily... This is really... Yeah, I didn't mean that because yeah. he's a boy. Oh, I just mean because, like... Because he, like, Power Rangers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, I know. <laughs> no, I, yeah, I got that. Um, but but I was thinking about that your girls might really like it because... Because yeah. they're, they're a good age. I think they would, like... That some of the... Cause, more drama, like I think they would get it, maybe get some things more mm-hmm. um, that maybe younger kids wouldn't. Um, anyway, yeah, it's so a fa- a family, it's a family Rangers. show. <laughs> Great, yeah, it does sound like anyway. a family show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So what I mean is, watch it with them. <laughs> yes, I know. I yeah. want you to watch it too. <laughs> I know. I might have to get into my, in my sound. Sounds great. <laughs> anyway. All right. All right. Now we got to get to you. I've talked so much. <laughs> Thank you for letting well, me. In. Oh no! I, letting I love me it. Like, I, be excited I love about it. You get excited about something. <laughs> things about it like it, so I'm, I, I'm excited to hear you talk about it because like I'm curious yes like I wanted to talk about this movie um Hereditary um it's directed by Ari Aster and starring um Tony Collette and I wanted to talk about it not because it's fun at all it's not fun <laughs> but it I loved this movie and I thought it was so well done so um yeah um, I do not recommend it for you, even though you're trying to, like, recommend oh. Voltron to me. This, this is not if it, your If it to... ends up on Netflix, maybe I'll, maybe I'll try it, like, okay. during the day. Maybe, in, like, in the morning. Yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe in, like, <laughs> ten-minute chunks or whatever, because, yeah, okay. it's not, it's not an easy watch, but it is fantastic. So, um... Yeah, and just for listeners, like, if you haven't seen it yet, I'm not going to spoil anything major. There are some major twists that I I did not see and that, like, completely shocked me, and I'm glad I did not see them coming. Like, there's, like, a hard left in this movie that, like, you, it kind of gets started, and you're like, oh, yeah, I've seen, you know, like, haunting possession movies before. I kind of know where this is going, and then it just, like, goes off the rails. It's nuts. So I don't mm-hmm. want to spoil anything for anybody, but... You know, I'll kind of give a little, a little bit of a summary. Um, so, it's about a family. Um, Tony Collette's the mother. It also stars um, Gabriel Byrne. And then the kids are um, Millie Shapiro and Alex Wolf. And um, in the movie, her mother has just passed away. And so, like, it, it opens at her funeral. And turns out that she was, like, kind of a strange and difficult woman and um, had, like, kind of a secret life and just did some really strange things growing up and, or, you know, for, you know, Tony Collette's character while she was growing up with, like, a crazy mom or whatever. And so the family is kind of processing their grief in weird ways. But also, immediately after her death, like, strange things start happening, you know, some some haunting stuff, Mm -hmm. some possession stuff. You know, I don't want to give any 
details, but, like, yeah, this is a horror movie, so obviously, like, creepy stuff is gonna happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, um, but it's just, it's so well done. Um, the first half of the movie, like, despite this being, like, some, you know, some, like, weird things happening here and there, is, like, a really well-done family drama. Um, mm-hmm. Like, I, I love how horror movies are kind of able to explore um, things in, in ways that other movies are not, or, I mean, other movies can, but it kind of adds, like, a different element to it, so, like, it really focuses on this family and, like, their difficulties communicating, how they're dealing with their grief, um, and then the third act, like, it is, like, where this definitely turns into a horror movie, like, it just, it, it's wacky and, and nuts, like, all the kind of crazy stuff that happens. So, yeah, nobody is calling this a psychological thriller. Like, I think a lot of horror movies get called. Uh, So it's pretty, like, direct. Yeah. (laughs) It's pretty, like, oh, this is a horror movie. Like, nobody's debating that. Um, And like I said, it's painful to watch. Like, I am in no rush to see this again. And yet, I've been thinking about it ever since. Um, So, like, I kind of compared it in my mind... um, to The Witch, which is another movie I really loved, but unlike The Witch, and I mean, they have similar themes, like, The, the Witch is, like, there's a lot of family drama that kind of careens into, like, chaos, um, similar to this, but, like, The Witch was weird, like, that was one movie that I, I wanted to watch immediately again, and I wanted to, to show it to everybody, and this one, I'm like, okay, I saw it, I'm going to recommend it to you, but, like, it's, it was hard, um, like, I definitely cried during this movie, and just, you know, my whole body was, like, tense the whole time I was watching it. I think I, like, broke Jonathan's hand. I was, like, gripping it so hard. It was, it was nuts. Oh, my. <laughs> and well, it's, so, like, a good recommendation. Like, I'm, like, super curious yes, now. I know, but also I very know. apprehensive. I like- know. I was like, just make sure you're in the right headspace to watch this. And, I mean, maybe I'm talking it up too much, because, like, I'll talk a little bit about the criticism in a little bit, because not everybody had the same reaction that I did, but I'm just talking about, like, how I personally felt about it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I don't want to get too spoilery, but I do want to say um, some things about the way the movie is shot. Like, it's shot beautifully, and, um, like, the color palette is is beautiful, and, like, a, a big point of the story is the mom's job is, like, she's a miniature designer. So she's got, like, a studio in her house, and she, like paints tiny things and has like little tiny set setups of rooms and she's got like this project going on. I love that stuff. It's so cool. Like she so she's got this project she's supposed to be working on, but because she's going through this like grieving process, she she starts painting like um tiny reenactments of stuff that has happened that was kind of disturbing um during her life and then like kind of, you know, painting scenes to help her either help her deal with her grief or exacerbate it. I don't know, because, like, some of the stuff she paints is pretty disturbing. But, so Mm -hmm. that's very cool, but also, like, the way the movie is shot, it's almost like you're peering into a dollhouse, because, like, they live in this big, beautiful house, but, like, the shots are kind of, like, pulled back, and there's a lot of shots, like, rolling from room to room, and, like, a lot of shots down long hallways, and it kind of feels like you're looking into a dollhouse. And, so um, what what would you call that? Is that like a meta kind of thing, or like I, yeah, I don't like know, that's really cool sounding. Yeah, it doesn't, and it it's not that, like, like parallel. Super, like, yeah, yeah, and it's not super direct. Like I don't think it's meant to be 
like overt, but like that's mm-hmm. definitely the, the feel you get from it. And I kind of felt yeah. like, I mean, did you ever watch that show? Um, Are you afraid of the dark when you were a kid? Yeah. Like on Nickelodeon. <laughs> Do you remember the, yeah. the episode, the Dollhouse episode, where like the girl goes into a dollhouse and her and her friends start turning into dolls? Oh my gosh, I can't remember it. Okay, like <laughs> but for I remember. Some reason, like I. Okay, that like, sounds I had, I had familiar, a mem- but yeah. <laughs> I had a memory of this episode, and so this definitely gave me that feel, like you were looking into a dollhouse yeah. of people. Yeah, that's cool. And then the the sound design is great too. Like the music is just like low and droning, and like mm. you know, I, I feel like this movie is like the anti jump scare because you go to these like you know teenage like cheap horror movies and like you know there's like a cat jumps out and it's supposed to scare you this like the scares are like just like a building sense of dread and like Mm. it kind of draws you in and you're not sure if what's happening is happening and by the time you realize it it's like too late and you're like you know completely freaked out at least I was (laughs) yeah so I do want to um just briefly touch on like some of the criticism I've heard of it because like, although I'm not in a rush to see this again, like, I've been thinking about it ever since, and so I've, like, read a lot of articles and listened to some podcasts on it, and so, like, two of the things I've seen are, like, this movie was marketed as, like, the scariest movie since The Exorcist, and, like, it was marketed as being, like, super, super scary. I've seen people saying that, like, it's not that scary, and I'm like, (laughs) you're dead inside if you didn't think this was scary, but... (laughs) But I will, I will admit that, like, a lot of it for me was, like, the that made it, like, hard to watch was, like, the pain of the family, and so Mm -hmm. I think if you didn't relate to that, you might not think it was, like, as affecting as it was, but I thought it was Mm -hmm. super affecting, so, I mean, that's the only way I can say that, but it's very scary, um, and then the other thing is, like, like I said, the end gets really wacky, and some people felt like it was out of nowhere, which I also disagree, because I think, like, there's, like, little clues throughout the movie, so I think, like, what was going to happen was pretty well telegraphed. Like, you can kind of look back and see the trail of, you know, breadcrumbs or whatever that led you here. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, I would disagree with that, too. But, anyway, great movie. Highly recommend. Yeah, maybe catch it during the daytime. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just to check it out. I did have you watch The Orphanage, so, yeah, I did make you watch one horror movie. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and that still kind of comes to mind sometimes. Like, so yeah, I mean, I get it because it was yeah that disturbing kind of, and and what was disturbing to me about that, and what it sticks with me about that is is the not even the scary. It's not the scary stuff. It's the yeah, like the family stuff. Or yeah, the, exactly. Because you exactly. know it's about the loss of a child, so it's like I that's think, the the real world. You know, yeah, stuff, so. same, same. Yeah, like I, I would say that was like kind of very much the same thematically because like when you see these movies like there's only so much you can do with like scary stuff like you know demons and jump scares and whatever if it's not rooted in something that's like Mm -hmm. effective in the real world it's not going to be like as an effective movie I would say yeah because that's the stuff that kind of gets inside of you like gets in your mind and like gets you thinking about things and it's truly haunting it's truly haunting yeah Yeah. haunting So, as far as food in the movie, there's not a ton, but the food in it is very key to um, Mm. the plot, either by setting or by, like, actual food. So, um, early on in the the movie, you see that the daughter, like, loves chocolate. She's eating it all the time. She's always got, like, a little candy bar hidden in her pocket or whatever. And it's It's also... It's for Dementors, if if she happens to come across any Dementors. That's right. Exactly. No, I'm just just kidding. (laughs) Well, she comes across some... Spoiler, she comes across some Dementors in this movie. Oh, my goodness. So, uh, well, you know, 
not not good stuff. Um, but um, it's also well established that she has a nut allergy. Like one of the first times she's eating a um, like a candy bar or whatever, like both her parents mention like make sure it doesn't have nuts in it or whatever. So it's like mm-hmm. Chekhov's nut allergy. You know that's going to come back somehow. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, it does. Like they end up going to a party where. Um, there's like a chocolate cake and um like with a ton of walnuts in it and so that doesn't you know that starts off a key sequence <laughs> and mm-hmm. um that also factors into what i made for this <clears throat> and then um the other scene there's a dinner scene and um this scene I, I would say is like one of the more difficult ones to watch in the movie like not a whole lot of supernatural stuff is happening during it but it's one of the the scenes that like really shows the pain the family's going through so I think they're sitting and they're eating something like pretty innocuous I think it's like a roast chicken and salad and there's probably like a vegetable or something there so and they're seen sitting around this table and like no one's talking to each other and once they do start talking they are saying like terrible things to each other and you can just see like the lack Mm. of communication and like how they're falling apart and how they're not supporting each other through this and it's just it's really heartbreaking and really difficult to watch but it's interesting that it took place around like a table you know a place that you normally come together with your family and so they're all Mm -hmm. sitting together but they're just not truly there together you know so yeah. it's like yeah, it's a pretty. I love those scene. kind of scenes. It's like the captive audience, kind of like you're all there yeah. at the table, but then yeah, for better or for worse. Like right, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Some like beautiful things can happen here, or some awful things can happen. Yeah. So yeah, so that was a pretty key scene in the movie. Um, so yeah, for anybody who hasn't seen it, I definitely recommend it. If you want to talk more in detail, I would love to. I don't want to spoil it for anybody else, but <laughs> you can you can at me on Twitter. I'm at Witchy Kitchen, and that's two V's like the witch. <laughs> so <clears throat> yeah, find me if you want to talk about hereditary. But I will talk about my recipe that I'm making for this. And actually, like I went into it thinking. I, I was very excited for this movie, and so I kind of went into it thinking, like, I'd like to do something for this, and I will be honest, like, during the first half, I'm like, this is too much. I cannot make a silly, fun <laughs> recipe for this movie. I'm like, oh my god, because it was just, like, so heartbreaking, but again, like I said, by the end, it gets, like, crazy and wacky. I'm like, okay, I feel good about this again. I think I can handle it. It's still very dark, but it doesn't feel, like, irreverent to, like, you know, make a mm-hmm. recipe for my blog. But, um, so, what I ended up doing is, I don't think it's too much of a spoiler to say that there is some, like, demonic activity in this, and there's, like, a demon king. So, my idea Ooh, for this It just got more interesting, to, more intriguing now. Yeah. <laughs> demon, Actually, you would like that aspect of it, and I'll tell you a little bit more, like, off the podcast, um, because I don't want to spoil anything for anybody, but I think you <laughs> would find that part interesting. Um, but yeah, so my idea was to make, um, like altar cakes for this demon king, Mm. um, and not just any altar cakes, but like walnut brownie (laughs) altar cakes, Uh. kind of relating back to that, that scene with the chocolate cake and the walnuts. So, um, so I haven't completed this recipe yet. Like I've made the, the parts of it and I'll kind of tell you about like what my plan is to do with it. So the way I do these is the same way I made like, um, lemon cakes for, you know, I, I did, like, a couple times lemon cakes, like, um, for Game of Thrones, and, like, what I gen- gen- 
generally do is just make them in a muffin cup and then flip them over because they look cool. <laughs> so when you do them like that, so they're kind of like inverted muffins. Um, so I made little brownies. And then I made some, like, chocolate ganache and also some walnut icing. Mm. And in this movie, there is a very prominent symbol that you see almost from the beginning. Like, um, Toni Collette's character has it on a necklace. Her mother, who is being buried, has it on a necklace. Um, This symbol pops up several times. And turns out, like, this is very interesting. I think um, it's a real symbol for this real demon king so this is something like Mm. directly from um like this is not something they created from the movie this is like an ancient thing um so i thought that was pretty cool so my idea is to take these altar cakes and um ice them on top and i'm gonna do them both ways i'm gonna ice some with the ganache and some with the walnut icing and then like attempt to write this symbol like it's it's interesting it's like a lot of circles and curly cues and stuff like it's a little bit intricate um Mm -hmm. but like right on top of them this symbol and i'll see which one works better (laughs) doing writing with either the ganache or the icing um yeah yeah that's the the plan yes i can't wait to see that yeah yeah i'm like that's that seems like something that's okay to make for this because it's kind of fits thematically Mm -hmm. it's still kind of dark it's not too depressing. It kind of, like, focuses on more of the, like, kind of fun mythology part of this. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm like, I, I feel good about that. <laughs> Some people might be afraid to re- to make them. I know. I was like, yeah. If it, if it, like, calls the demon king. I was thinking that, too, because, like I said, it's not, like, made up for the movie. Only this if like, you're brave, for the brave. I know. I was this. like, I, I, I may very well be summoning a demon, so if you don't get an episode in two weeks, um, you know what <laughs> Make them happens. at somebody else's house. And That's then... a great idea. <laughs> just kidding. I, yeah, just kidding. I was like, I don't, I don't want to possess anybody in my family. Let me make sure. Of course, go visit. I'm, make them at somebody's house that you don't really like. Just invite yourself yeah. over to like. Oh, hey, can I come let's over? make these I've together. Got, yeah, can I come <laughs> over. I've got, I've got brownies. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Excellent. Oh <my laughs> wow. Yes. Yeah. Now I'm like super intrigued to see this movie. I know. The more I talked about it, I was like, maybe. Like I said, if you're if you're prepared to see something. Um, I what? might have to like put my hand in front. Sometimes, sometimes I like do cover my eyes or like uh-huh. put my hand out just to like cover a certain part of the screen, oh, yeah. like in the distance. <laughs> like, and who yeah. knows? Maybe, maybe I've talked it up too much because, like I said, apparently some people did not find this scary, but I certainly did. I'm like well, one of those type. But of, if I'm it's this stuff, yeah. Sorry. Oh, I was just gonna say, like, I love horror movies. I will watch horror movies all day, mm-hmm. but, like, they yeah, scare do. me to death. I'm very sensitive to them. I'm not, like, desensitized to, like... Well, that's part of the appeal, of right? For, yeah. I mean, is that part of what you love, is the how it affects you, like, that it's kind yeah, of powerful def- that way? Definitely. Yeah, definitely. Like, I don't think I'd be happy if I was one of those people that can just, you know, watch scary crap all day and be fine with it. Yeah. <laughs> so. Well, because that, that's what I was going to say, is, like, yeah, some people... And I think that's my problem. Like, I get... Like, subtle things or, like, suspense, like, because my imagination fills in a lot or, like, extrapolates a lot, and so, (laughs) like, I think that's part of what, why I don't really watch a lot of, I mean, I've seen, like, zombie stuff or whatever, yeah, and Mm -hmm. some of it, but, but yeah, some, the really well done ones, yeah, they get under your skin, like, they get in your mind, and they get, like, that's the, yes, (laughs) like, that's the, but, but, yeah, some people aren't affected that way, too, so, but, but it's, like, yeah, anyway, 
So it sounds like I'm like super intrigued, but also yeah, I need. I think I know myself well. Like I, yeah, I probably need to watch it when like it's <laughs> definitely daytime, and I can like process it the rest of the day. Yeah, I sleep with a nightlight anyway, so. Okay. <laughs> good, good to know. Yes. Don't leave yeah. any closet doors open. Like this and that. Don't don't let yeah. you know. <laughs> Maybe sleep in a ring of salt, you know, like... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I got, got my Mortons, but... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So, All yeah. Right. No, but, yeah, I'm definitely intrigued. Thank you for, yeah, talking to that. Yeah, certainly. Um, okay, so we will post any recipes, um, or links to any recipes on our website at fictionkitchenpodcast.com. Yeah, and you can find us on Twitter at FKPod and on Instagram at Fiction Kitchen Podcast. And I, I, I don't think either of us know what we're doing next time, so there'll be wild cards. Or do you know what you might I, do next time? I do not, but I think okay. I like well, I like how we've been doing. We've been kind of like yeah. yeah, we've been kind of announcing it on Twitter and, and Instagram like a few days before the podcast. So even yeah. if we don't know right now, we'll probably like figure it out before the next episode, and we'll yeah, we'll, we'll, hopefully we'll, we'll, like, I don't know. We're just gonna show up. What are we gonna talk about today? I don't know. Um, but yeah, we'll let you guys know. Um, yeah, we'll let you guys know online. Yeah, stay tuned. Know, so, yeah, look for that. Alright, thanks so much for listening. Yeah, I'll catch you next time. Bye.